Welcome, everyone. This is Jenny Whittington, the Executive Director of Ermia, and welcome to Ermia Matters, our new podcast series. So today I'm with three of our leadership team, and we are going to talk about the path to leadership. So how our members got involved in the association and their path to leadership and their own experiences. So first up, I'd like to introduce Luke Fagora. He is the immediate past president right currently in 2019 of Ermia. So Luke, tell us about a little bit about your experience with Ermia. How did you get involved? Sure. So I was uh, encouraged to get involved with Ermia by by my predecessor at the University of Chicago, Glenn Klixik, who has recently re-retired from Ermia. <laughs> uh, but, but Glenn really is my first job in higher ed, uh, encouraged me to kind of be part of the association and, and to get involved. And so I did that shortly after I started. And I think one of the first volunteer steps that I took was I, I joined the, at the time, the Professional Development Committee. And which was a large committee, but that was my first kind of volunteer opportunity uh, with Ermia, probably back in about 2011 or so. Yeah, were you involved in the regional conference in Chicago as well? Yeah, I, I helped out with the regional. Again, it, being in Chicago, it was easy. And so between the professional development committee and the regional, that was kind of my initial first step. I, I had put in, um, I had volunteered Chicago to be the host city for I think it was the 2014 annual conference, and it was selected, but then unselected (laughs) um, due to cost. And so uh, I did end up chairing the 2014, co-chairing the 2014 annual conference in Louisville with Kathy Hargis and Steve Bryant. And so that was a great experience as well, just to, one, get to work closely with both of them, but to get even more involved from a leadership perspective at Ermia. Is that when about you got elected to the board? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that would have been also, I think, right around 2014 was when I got uh, elect, ran for and got elected for the board. And tell me about your experience running for president. Did you run opposed or unopposed? And how did how did that situation go? Um, I ran opposed by a very strong competitor sitting across from me in the room, <laughs> Chauncey. But uh, so I think I had been asked to, to run for president once before, maybe twice before, but wasn't the right time um, kind of in my career personally. And then I thought uh, in 20, I think it would have been 2018, um, felt better. And so uh, so I did run and again, was a little a little nervous about that just because uh, when you look at the history of Ermia presence over time, there's so many people that are just uh, well known in our in our space, right? That truly are the experts and are such um, you know, thought leaders in the industry. You wonder, kind of, do I fit in with this group? Sure. Uh, but I was ev- eventually convinced that it was worth uh, putting my hat in the ring. I mean, from a time management standpoint, I know. I mean, you you're fortunate to have a staff um, at Northwestern with you, but. Um, did it? Did you try to do your Ermia work at certain times? Was there any secret to your success? This seems like a specific question to me. Um, <laughs> I think as, as Jenny sees, my most of my work gets done between midnight and two in the morning. Um, but you know, it was it was a balance. I think again, I'm lucky to have a great team in the office and was able to allocate some time to Ermia, but oftentimes that was uh, after work hours and late night. But I think everyone, every president probably finds their right balance. And some probably, I had actually talked to a few other presidents that really their approach was to say, I'm going to spend a day a week on Ermia stuff. And so I'm going to kind of block off that day and have it be an Ermia day and others kind of fit in an hour, you know, here and there when they could. And again, I tried to 
be responsive during the day where possible, but kind of uh, after hours dedicate to some Ermia time. Yeah, so um, when when we have leaders at Ermia, we, we attend a, a meeting called the Exceptional Boards Conference that the American Society of Association Executives puts on. And uh, I've been going to it for, for years as the executive director, and Luke's been been at it twice um, over the last couple of years. And one of the things I talk about at that meeting is, you know, communicating how you're going to work together, like, and, and I will be honest, every president has been different. I mean, sometimes it is, you know, one day a week or one day a month, or it is, sometimes it's between midnight and 2 a.m. And, you know, I mean, the, the, the truth is, is that we, I have to be flexible as the leader of the organization. And, and we as a staff understand that you guys all have day jobs so that we, we understand, you know, that we have to be a little bit more patient. So, I mean, th- those are good things. So thanks for sharing that with me, Luke. And I'd like to turn the same question over to Courtney now. So Courtney is our president-elect. Can you just tell us a little bit about how you got involved with Ermia and your experience? Sure. So again, I started my career as a broker and transitioned into the risk management role after getting a call from my colleague <laughs> sitting across the table from me, mm-hmm. Luke. Um, but as my day in the brokerage world, I actually choreographed a flash mob at Ermia. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, and so while that wasn't necessarily getting involved, uh, it did kind of make a name for myself, if you will. Um, so once I had joined uh, the organization as an institutional member, the first year, actually, I was asked to help co-lead the risk management 101. And so that was a nice way to get involved. And when you do that, you get to go to the board chairs and friends event in advance of the conference. And through that, I really got to know some of the leaders there a little bit more. And subsequent to that, was asked to apply for the board. So then I was elected to the board and co-chaired a few regional conferences with Luke that were hosted in Chicago, and then kind of continued on in those efforts to manage some of the strategic themes that we were having at the time, um, which led me then to apply for uh, the president's role. Yeah, that's excellent. And I remember the flash mob well, and anybody listening today who was part of the Portland conference, it was on, it was at the opening reception, Mm -hmm, which was was at the Forestry Center. Courtney did a wonderful job choreographing and and, uh, getting everybody to follow her lead. And that was a lot of fun. And we've talked about doing that again. We just haven't haven't (laughs) had the courage, I guess, to bring that back. So next up, we have Chauncey Fagler, who is the current president of Ermia. So Chauncey, why don't you talk a little bit about your how you got involved with Ermia and your path to leadership? Okay, thank you, Jenny. I think my first true involvement with Ermia was working with programming for the Middle Atlantic region. With Donna was in charge of that uh, from the University of Maryland, and that's where I first really got involved. I remember doing one or two presentations there, and then shortly thereafter, that's when Jenny gave me the call about the annual conference in Orlando, and um, I was chosen to co-chair with Steve Bryant, and it's just sort of taken off from there very quickly. I'm always curious if I'm one of the most fast-tracked presidents <laughs> ever in the organization history because I think I, um, after we, the annual conference, uh, ran for the board, started board term. I think I did two years on the board term. Next thing you know, president-elect and president, and, and here I am. Um, but it's been really wonderful, and um, it's, it's a great opportunity, and I would just encourage you to, you know, don't be afraid. Go get involved. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the experience of uh, serving on a board is, is great experience. I mean, in your professional life, I mean, I know, I mean, it certainly helped me over over time to volunteer and to give back and to gain different perspectives and be around different people with different ideas. 
um, and learn about good governance. I mean, I think the exceptional boards conference that Courtney's yet to um, experience, but uh, Chauncey and Luke and I have, have done it a couple couple of years now. It is a great learning experience and a great, uh, I think it would pay a lot of dividends in your career. So Chauncey, one quick question. Um, what was your favorite memory of the Disney 2017 annual conference? Does it have to be about the conference or can it be when we were touring the site? Oh yeah, we can talk about the site visit because yeah. that was a highlight. Well, the, one of my most favorite memories is when the site visits were over and Jenny's coming out of the ho- the last hotel and her suitcase is so full it just burst open on the sidewalk as she's getting ready to the, go to the airport. So luckily I had a duffel bag in the back of my car. I gave it to her so she could get all her Disney stuff home. <laughs> but uh, I do remember that. <laughs> but the, the site visits are really awesome. But uh, from the conference, I just really appreciated what Disney brings to uh, uh, organization like ours, and you know they talked to us, and we had the opportunity to uh, have some keynotes concerning the Disney Institute and what Disney does as far as their organization goes. So I really appreciated that. Awesome. How about you, Luke? Any exper- any uh, memories from the Louisville conference that you chaired? I do remember being on stage in a ho- horse costume, um, <laughs> which is an interesting way to kind of introduce yourself to the to the community. But no, again, I really. Being involved in a in a conference and coaching, and you don't have to co-chair, but I think being involved either just at the committee level or if you want to take that next step, uh, it is really re- rewarding to see it come together because at the outset, you know, the site visits are fun and kind of the programming discussion is, um, I think, a, a, a great couple of days. But then you're just like, you know, is this all going to come together? Are people going to enjoy it? But then you actually get there and you're like, well, okay, you see all the work you put in really over the last two, you know, two years kind of come together. Uh, so I, I really, I really had a great time. It was fun to watch everyone enjoy Louisville and enjoy the, the different pieces that we had put together. So the lessons I heard are, you know, Ermians don't take ourselves all too seriously. We are known to wear costumes from time to time. Our, our people love to dress up at events. I, I always actually love that part of the event planning is when we talk about, you know, what the themes are going to be. Because, I mean, the Kennedy evening this past year in Boston, I mean, people really got into dressing up like a Kennedy. And that, that was pretty cool. How about you, Courtney? Any any special um, conference memories from over the years? Anything that sticks out? Yeah. So going back to Disney, I really, I mean, I wasn't as big of a Disney fan as some, <laughs> but it really grew on me. And so I think that's what's uh, important about Ermia and we switch locations in terms of the annual conference. So it doesn't just get boring in terms of going to the same place all the time. So you get to experience something you wouldn't have otherwise or go to a location that you may have not considered going to uh, before. And so I'm, now I'm truly a believer myself as well. Uh, I remember the firework display with the Mickey Mouse. It just, you know, sometimes our, our gala and, you know, the glass reception really brings it all together and allows you an opportunity to reflect on the people and the things you learned in the overall conference as a whole. Terrific. Well, thank you to the three of you for being part of our podcast, Ermia Matters. We will wrap it up today. And thank you. The Ermia Matters podcast is brought to you by the University Risk Management and Insurance Association. You can find and subscribe to the podcast on any podcast app. And while you're there, we'd appreciate if you'd give us a five-star review. And be sure to visit www.ermia.org. That's www.urmia.org to check out our wealth of online resources. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.